Hey guys, we'll be here with Miranda Kerr in just a minute, but I did want to mention that we're going to have a special episode tomorrow for International Women's Day in partnership with Google Play. So make sure you tune in tomorrow for that. On today's episode of Girl Boss Radio, we'll be joined by Miranda Kerr, one of the most influential faces of the modeling industry and the owner, founder, and managing director of Cora Organics. Isn't that cool, Maggie? Yeah. We got to go to her house. Before she joins us, let's talk about our partners at Rent the Runway. Oh my God, I love Rent the Runway. Jen Hyman has been on this podcast. She's such a force. I actually was grabbing something on Rent the Runway and I didn't realize that they have work clothes. They have so much. Yeah, and they also have a subscription where you can basically just rent your whole closet yeah. all the time. Or just four items a month they send you and you can recycle them and then send them back. So you can borrow styles for four to eight days for a big event or subscribe and access unlimited rentals for a flat monthly price. They have designers like Vince, Theory, Tori Birch, Badgley Mishka, DBF, and more. And they deliver to your door in a sleek, easy-to-carry garment bag. And returns, as always, are free. So Maggie... What is it like to shop on Rent the Runway? It's really easy, especially if you've already actually worn or purchased something from some of these brands. You know your size, so it's it's pretty guaranteed there. And then you just kind of pick a few things out. They have this subscription that you pick four things out a month. You can rewear them for the month and then throw them out there, pass them back to Rent the Runway. And you can actually purchase them, too, for a discount if you really liked it and want to keep it in your closet. And they have photo reviews, which I think is so powerful mm-hmm. because you get to see real people in the clothes and how they fit based on their body type and height. And this month, only listeners can get 25% off their first four-day rental or their first month of Rent the Runway Unlimited, their premium subscription. Visit renttherunway.com or download their iPhone app. Enter code GIRLBOSS at checkout to unlock 25% off. That's code GIRLBOSS at checkout. Success. It's such a complicated idea, and yet for so long we've all collectively subscribed to a single definition of the word which was likely given to us by a white-haired dude somewhere in a boardroom in the 1960s. And there's nothing wrong with that definition, with the notion of climbing a corporate ladder with a singular focus. But it's time to make space for a few other definitions, for side hustles and well-being and failing forward, and for the idea that success is a wild ride, not the destination at the end of it. Join me for a journey into the lives of women who are redefining success and paving the way for others with grit and grace. I'm Sophia Amoruso, the founder and CEO of Girlboss Media, and this is Girlboss Radio. As one of the most influential faces in fashion, Miranda Kerr may be most recognized for her modeling work, but she's also the owner, founder, and managing director of Cora Organics. Born and raised in a small country town in Australia, Miranda's love for nature and organic living became an intrinsic part of her life from a very young age. Whether it was climbing trees, riding horses, or swimming in the river, Miranda spent much of her childhood outdoors. At 13 years old, her friend entered her in a magazine modeling competition, and much to her surprise, she won. My friends would actually buy magazines, and this friend of mine entered me into a competition called Dolly Magazine, and she entered herself and myself in, and, like, we both, like, were, like, getting up there, and then I ended up winning, 
And I was like, wow, that's cool. So it just kind of opened up that world. After high school, she went on to pursue modeling full-time. Her celebrated career has consisted of high-profile print, television, and runway work. And perhaps most notably, as a Victoria's Secret angel. It just felt a little bit uncomfortable and about being a model, but I was so grateful that it gave me a voice. And I'm also so grateful that it was that I was able to, you know, make the money that I made with modeling because I saw it as such a short-lived job. After two decades in the fashion spotlight, Miranda has successfully made the transition and evolution to entrepreneur and businesswoman, building her own company, Cora Organics. It's wonderful and so rewarding to be able to work on these products and then see them come out and then see the results that people are getting. Like from the consumer studies that we've done on the Noni Glow face oils, like people are getting such incredible results. Today, she'll talk to us about the brand and the simple ingredient that's key to the brand's success. But first, let's turn to Superwoman and incredible executive assistant and my co-host Maggie Renshaw for a look at what's going on at Girlboss. Yeah, tomorrow's International Women's Day in which we celebrate all things female, including their social, economic, political, and cultural achievements. In honor of all special females, we have a bonus podcast episode dropping tomorrow. That's right, a bonus episode. (laughs) And it's featuring a female gamer. What? Better get the Game Boy out. Tina Amini from IGN is joining us. And for the rest of the month, we're asking our community of awesome women to make little changes that have big impacts with hashtag girlboss moves. It's a way to feel proactive and feel connected with your fellow female comrades. It's an advent calendar, really, of direct action. It's a live stream, really, of daily prompts you can bookmark and check off anytime. A few of the past challenges have been pinkifying your profile photos as a declaration of your support for Planned Parenthood or signing the ACLU's petition to stop ICE, which is the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, if you didn't know. So visit girlboss.com or any of the Girlboss social accounts to check out each day's call to action. And be sure to share with us using that girlbossmoveshashi. That's hashtag G-I-R-L-B-O-S-S-M-O-V-E-S. Now here's the amazing Miranda Kerr to talk about how she's pivoted from modeling to entrepreneurship. So tell me about your childhood. I just want to start at the beginning. You're from a small town near Sydney? Yeah. I mean, it's five hours drive away from Sydney. Okay. A little town called Gunnada. And the population is like 10,000 people. And, you know, my grandparents had a farm and my grandfather would like, he has like a big vegetable patch. And so even though actually they're not living on the farm now, currently, that's another story, he still has his vegetable patch that he goes out and gets the vegetables from, you know, and he's had that ever since we were little kids. And so he'd get the vegetables and um, bring them into my grandma or my grandma and I go and get them and then she'd teach me how to cook. And Wow. So you're a good cook. I love to cook. Are you, do you also have a green thumb? I feel like I do, but I haven't been like, gardening or planting as much I have like a little herb garden here and I had um a bigger one in Malibu but it's just hard to kind of I know I've been wanting to plant one for the last like few years like every year it's like let's go to Home Depot and get some wood or like you know I want to do it myself but there's also the people that like can come set it up for you but 
Doesn't it's feel rewarding as like... though when you actually plant the seed and then you watch it grow. Yeah. It's um, it's a it's a good feeling. And you went to school in Australia. Mm-hmm. What did you study? Well, I actually was going to school like just you know from until grade twelve. I graduated, and then after I graduated, I moved to Japan. I lived there for like a few months. That was interesting. I learned Japanese. Yeah, and I came back to Australia. Lived in Sydney for a little bit. I started studying at the Academy of Natural Living in Australia. Started studying nutrition, um, which I'm very passionate about because I really feel like health is wealth. I could do that by correspondence. So I traveled to Paris and then I lived in Spain for a little bit. Then I moved back to Australia. Then I went back to New York. And then I ended up kind of settling in New York for a good 10 years. So how did Miranda Kerr, supermodel, get from climbing trees in rural Australia to one of the most recognizable faces in fashion? Her entry into modeling was sort of by accident, and I asked her to tell us about what sparked her career. Growing up in this little country town, like, my my mom didn't ever have magazines. Like, we were just, you know, kids, and my friends would actually buy magazines, and this friend of mine entered me into a competition called Dolly Magazine, and... She entered herself and myself in and like we both like were like getting up there and then I ended up winning mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, that's cool. So it just kind of opened up that world and I remember going on my first photo shoot for that actual magazine and I was th- I saw all the clothes and everything and that was down in Sydney. So as I said, it was like a five-hour drive from Sydney and um I checked out all the clothes and the shoes and I was like, oh, yeah, can I wear this and this? And they're like, no, honey, it doesn't work that way. Like <laughs> we're going to pick the clothes for you. I was like, really? That's what happens? Yeah. <laughs> I had I had no idea. Yeah. And were you – did you model all the way from 13 to the time you moved to New York or was that no. – was it kind of touch and go? And what point did you become – like a supermodel, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that word is so funny to me. I'm always like cringe when people say it. I'm like, Ugh. but um, it's, yeah, I guess I was modeling on the weekends or, you know, during holidays. I never really let it affect school. My parents were like pretty, you know, strict about that. And I'm really grateful for that, you know. After completing school, Miranda went on to pursue modeling full-time. I asked her to tell us about the early days of her international career. I lived in a model house with like, I don't know, six other girls in like a two-bedroom place, one bathroom. So it's like three girls to a bedroom. <laughs> it was, wow. you know, it was interesting. Yeah. We all got along just fine. Did you feel a lot of pressure at that time to like fit into a certain mold of like what a model should be or look like and you know how have you over the course of your career um like yeah just handled being like in the public eye and your face being really like your currency in a way and the you know the criticism that goes along with it it's a big question well (laughs) no I mean it's a good question ever since I was little like my parents have always been a very incredible grounding force you know what I mean and and my mom you know when the modeling started when I was 13 she was like if this ever changes you in any way or if you ever think that you're better than anyone else then it'll be the day that it stops you know and that was really you know incredible that she was like that and naturally I was 
You know, I was a tomboy growing up. I was out there riding motorbikes and climbing trees and we had horses as well, so that was fun. But I never, like with the whole modeling thing, it was like I never really took it very seriously. I just was like, wow, this is an opportunity. I'm going to just enjoy it while I can. And I remember saying to my dad, dad, you know, like I don't, I remember I was in Paris and I said, I'm not really sure if this is what I want to be doing because, you know, I feel like it, you know, I don't really feel comfortable. Like, like, I don't know really what I can be contributing to the world, you know, because I'm so passionate about health and wellness and whatnot. And, and I really kind of want to be doing that, you know, and, and my dad's like, and I was like, and I really want to make a difference and like try and uplift people. And I'm not really sure, like with this modeling thing, if I'm doing that. And he said, he said to me, he said, um, Miranda, every day, you know, you make a difference just by being you, like no matter who you speak to, no matter what you do as your job, as long as, you know, you're true to yourself and, you know, you can teach people every day, like about health and nutrition and you don't necessarily, you know, have to be out there being a naturopath. You know, you can talk to the girls that are around you. You can talk to the hair and makeup artists. You can, you know, and that's the way I kind of went about it. I think, you know, with modeling, you always, like I I learned from a young age that, you know, you go to castings, you're, there's so many jobs that you're not going to get, you know, and you can't take that personally. So if you understand that, you know, um, it is what it is and, you know, maybe they're looking for, you know, a girl with blonde hair and brown eyes, like it's, you know, that's, you know, you can't be everything to everybody. But um, at the end of the day, if you just, you know, I really just saw it as like an opportunity to really travel and experience different cultures and see the world. And I never really like, it's such a weird thing to say, but I never like saw myself as a model. Like I just was like, that's just something that I do to kind of, I'm, you know, I can make money by doing it, save money. And luckily, you know, through the modeling, I've been able to have a voice. And with that voice, I've been able to hopefully, you know, uplift a lot of young girls that are looking for, you know, guidance or inspiration of like, what should I do? Or, you know, how do I take care of myself? Because a lot of that people actually don't know. And I grew up learning that from a very young age through the importance of health, you know, and the, the fact that health is really wealth at the end of the day and just cultivating that balance between the mind and the body and the spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure that you have that balance, you know. Yeah. Do you think that not taking yourself too seriously or not being too attached to modeling as a career or the career for you worked to your advantage? Probably. Probably because I'd had no – I always thought, well, if it ends tomorrow, I don't care. Like I've been really like that the whole way along. I'm like, oh, well, if it ends tomorrow, like that's fine. But I've I've always been really dedicated to any work that I do. Like even when I was really young, I got a job with my mom's friend in a hair salon um, on the weekends and I would just be like making cups of tea or like sweeping the floor and like and I really just enjoyed like working and having a purpose and then I remember when I was 16 I got a job at this place called Crazy Prices which is like a really cheap you yeah know, 
store and I had to start, you know, like doing stock take. And I actually just really loved it. Like I was like, oh, amazing. Like, you know, and then it wasn't like, like I barely made any money, but I felt like I was like, you know, achieving something and like working towards like mm-hmm. a purpose. And <laughs> yeah. And then I remember I got moved up to like checkout chick and, <laughs> and I thought that was really cool. But then I realized that not everyone is like, as is as friendly as I try to be because I remember this lady coming up and I was like hi how's your day and she just like looked at me with like a stern look I was like okay well I'm having a great day too tink tink (laughs) you know so what is it about the word supermodel that makes you cringe Mm, I just don't like to be put into a box and like what even what 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 is a supermodel do you know what I mean like I don't even know. It feels to me like a term that was kind of like I see supermodel as like, you know, Cindy Crawford or like Elle McPherson or Christy Tellington. Like, v- I Victoria's like, Secret Angel now. Um, <laughs> uh, Victoria's Secret Angel, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird to think of yourself in, in that way, I yeah, guess. I totally it's just get a it. very like even model, it's like, ugh. It's weird when other people put labels on you. Like, yeah, and then, then then they try to put you in a box and you're like, hmm, that's really not like I'm not that, Yeah, you know, You're stereo. an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I want to get into that in just a minute. But I want to – I just want to hear about your first modeling gig outside of that magazine. But oh, like, yeah. what was it like? And do you remember how much you were paid? Man, that's a good question. It was so long ago. My God, we're talking like – 20 years ago mm-hmm. so you know I have no idea but I just know it was a lot more than my check from crazy prices <laughs> in addition to her work as a Victoria's Secret angel in which she appeared in hundreds or seemingly thousands of Victoria's Secret catalogs over the years she also worked with designers like Louis Vuitton Balenciaga Stella McCartney Chanel Prada and pretty much everyone in the fashion industry Though it may be glamorous, Miranda's passion still lies with her own brand, Cora Organics. I asked Miranda to tell us about the creation of the brand. It's really um, an interesting journey because, as I said about the modeling, like I was always like, it just felt a little bit uncomfortable and about being a model, but I was so grateful that it gave me a voice. And I'm also so grateful that it was that I was able to, you know, make the money that I made with modeling because I saw it as such a short-lived job that I was really particular and made sure that I saved my money. And my mom's an accountant um, by, like, she was a qualified accountant. So growing up she taught me, like, it's really important to, like, save your money and whatnot. So with all this, you know, money that I was making with modeling and I knew it was a short-lived career so I had to be smart about it, I thought, you know, what is it that I'm super passionate about and that I want to – Like, what can I do to kind of, you know, make sure that I'm following my passion and also like help people and, you know, like what what is my kind of purpose here? And then I realized um, because I'd been in the industry for so long that I was so much more educated about the benefits of organics than a lot of other people around me. And I knew that, you know, me being healthy was what sustained me through the jet lag. Um, I've tried all different products on my skin and I wasn't able to find anything that was actually 
certified organic, but gave me the results that I needed. Um, so I was talking to a friend of mine and she's like, well, why don't you talk to this friend of mine who, you know, is an aromatherapist and she has a lab in Australia. And I was like, really? Like, do you think I could actually do that? She's like, yeah, I mean, I mean, you can, you know, you could invest your own money and like start. And of course it's going to be scary and, you know, but at least that way you're doing something that you're passionate about and helping people realize that like what they put on their skin goes into their bloodstream, you know, so people, a lot of people just don't realize the damage that they're doing on a daily basis from the amount of chemicals that they're putting on their skin. And there are products out there that claim to be organic, but if they're not actually certified, then you really need to read the ingredients and look at the integrity of those products. Because when you're certified, like we are at Cora Organics, through Cosmos, they're so stringent with their rules, everything in regards to not just what's on the inside, but the packaging, all the components, the inside and the outside Wow, um, needs to be approved by them. They um, have a strict regulation process and um, they come and do like, you know, like audits on us all the time. But that's something that I felt was really important to me personally and because I felt so strongly about it myself, I was like, man, I want to be able to make this available for everyone, not just myself. And so, you know, I was like, I've been drinking Noni since I was, I think about 12 or 13. My grandmother introduced me to Noni because my grandmother has had quite an impact on my life, actually. She introduced me to Noni juice because she's very much into health and Noni juice is the key ingredient in all of my products. It contains over 100 vitamins and minerals, and anti, it's full of antioxidants. So it's not just a word for another word for a vagina. Uh, no. <laughs> Some people, that's so funny, but it's kind of cute at the same time. But Noni juice, which like the scientific name is Miranda Citrifolia. Did you say Miranda Citrifolia? Miranda. Okay. <laughs> It'd be funny if it was. It would be. M-O-R-I-N-D-A. Miranda. I've been drinking it since I was 13 and I would put it on my skin if I had a breakout or if I had a sunburn, my nan would be like, here, put some Noni juice on it. You know that she also introduced me to aloe vera juice. So Noni and aloe vera are like quite prominent throughout the whole range. But as I said, like Noni is the across everything. And she was also the one that really ignited my love for crystals because my grandfather was a house mover and he would go and move these big houses and then he would find underneath them these kind of big boulders and there'd be like crystals inside and he would bring them back for my grandma and he'd put them underneath the willow tree out the back of her house and we would climb up that willow tree all the time. So I was always like fascinated by all these different like huge sounds like you grew up in crystals. Like a dream or like a it was like really an allergy commercial. <laughs> Like where everything's just like beautiful. <laughs> well, it's funny because my parents had me when my mom was 16 and my dad was 18. Like my mom's wow. only ever like been with my dad. <laughs> so that's, you know, they, they, they came from nothing. They started from nothing and my dad was a builder and my mom was an accountant and they worked really hard and they taught me from a young age the importance of working hard. You know, my mom, she didn't really get to come to any like – school performances or things because she was always working luckily my grandma was there and so my grandma 
played a big role in my life and influenced me quite a lot. But my whole family in general is very much into health and wellness and and they're all like really hard workers. Except my grandma, she didn't work, but she, you know, was at home cooking and looking after everyone. It was like the heart of our family. <laughs> she sounds cool. I want to talk a little bit about crystals and crystals are play a prominent role, rose crystals specifically. Rose quartz, yeah. A rose quartz plays a prominent role in Cora products. I'm so curious, like how how does rose quartz find its way into beauty products? You know, not only did I want to create a skincare line with, you know, incredible efficacy that really works and was getting results that people needed and was healthy for you, right? I wanted to also add another touch because I'm all about that whole mind, body, spirit connection. And I was like, I carry rose quartz with me, you know, it's something that I find to be soothing. I feel like um, as human beings, we're the most self-critical on ourselves and rose quartz is a gemstone crystal that is believed, you know, to encourage that kind of humble, non-egotistical like self-love and appreciation and respect for yourself. And then I feel like if you have that for yourself, then you can give that to everyone else around you and the world is, you know, a much more kind of peaceful place if we were all accepting of ourselves, you know, in a humble way. And so when I was working with these products, I was like, what else can I do to kind of take it to that, add that little bit of magic and like take it to that next level of like not just being a skincare range. And I was like, oh, what about if we like filtered the products through rose quartz then we could get that energy kind of infused into all of the products so then, you know, it, when people are using it, even if they don't understand the benefits of it, there's like a subtle feeling of upliftment. And so my intention was to create an uplifting experience whenever people interacted with my products, whether they're just spraying the mist or whether they're you know, used in the cleansers or the moisturizers or the little, you know, the specific heart chakra aromatherapy essence which is even more about that kind of you know the aromatherapy of that is specifically made to kind of nurture the heart and open the heart I've had the rose mist at my desk since you sent a few products over and I've been walking around the office asking like who wants a spray and Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, it's just so nice to have in the middle of the day to rehydrate. Yeah, yeah, it's really balancing. And the citrus mist, I go through my phases of like which one that's like my favorite. The citrus mist is really energizing. So when you know, you might be feeling a little jet lagged or you might be feeling a little exhausted during the day. You need a little pick me up. The citrus mist, because of the aromatherapy in that, <laughs> you can, <laughs> you know, it really feels uplifting and energizing, which I really love. Yeah. And then the lavender for, you know, more calming. Um, I like to use that on my pillow at night and also on my face. So it's like you have these little rituals that you mm-hmm. you have. And then on top of the rose quartz element, Some of them actually have like, so the rose quartz illuminizer has rose quartz crushed crystals inside of it. So when you're using this illuminizer, you, you know, you're not only getting the illuminating effect from um, the physical looks wise, but you're Mm -hmm. also getting the illuminating effect of the crystals, Mm -hmm. energetic effect. Yeah. And you've got that little bit of magic. So I was really excited about that. And we released that in like, not that long ago and 
it was just it's just really fun creating products that hopefully uplift people and yeah in with their experience with them and one other thing on the back of each of the products there's a positive word to also add to that effect of upliftment I believe that every word can either positively or negatively affect us and we need to choose our words so that we can they're just very powerful, you know, words um, and every, they all have a vibration. So I just feel like if by putting, you know, like bliss or love or peace on the back of each of our products, it adds that other extra element. It does. I really believe that. They did a study, I think, in Japan where yeah. they – Dr. Masaru Emoto. Yeah. They yeah. froze water and examined they, – they put words on different jars mm-hmm. of – water and froze them and some of the words were positive and some of them really awful like hate Mm -hmm. and froze them and then examined the shape of the molecular structure crystals that were formed in that ice and the ones with like bad intentions on them were super gnarly looking Mm -hmm. so you know intention really does go a long way even if it's as simple as a a small affirmation affirmation when you on the about you know packaging you're holding when you you know yeah missed your face at your desk right yeah and it just you know it's just another little way to subtly like uplift people you know even if they don't understand it like there is that science behind it like Dr. Masaru was the one that when I read about it I was like wow like and I would write on my water bottle like love peace health joy you know happiness abundance you know and I felt the difference. And so that was, I was like, oh, I should do that with my products so people can, you know, feel that difference as well. We'll have more with Miranda Kerr in just a minute, but first let's talk about Skillshare. Miranda continued her studies while working full-time as a model, and you can do it too. Check out our partners at Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 18,000 classes in business, marketing, entrepreneurship, technology, and more. You can take classes in productivity and time management, social media strategy, Google Analytics, you name it, they've got it. There's tons of courses to choose from. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for just 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering Girlboss listeners two months of unlimited access to over 18,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash Girlboss. Again, go to Skillshare, S-K-I-L-L-S-H-A-R-E dot com slash Girlboss to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash Girlboss. All right, before we get back to Miranda, I just want to thank another partner, ShipStation. ShipStation has been a supporter of Girlboss Radio since our beginning. And if you're a small business owner, you should really check them out. ShipStation is a fast and easy way to manage and ship your orders all from one place. With over 75 popular selling channels, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface and makes them really easy to manage from any device. We've used it, right, Maggie? Mm-hmm. Plenty of times. We actually use it for all of our merch that we sell on our Squarespace site. And they have a great integration with Squarespace. So you can use ShipStation to create shipping labels from all the top carriers, including UPS, FedEx, and USPS. And right now you can try ShipStation free for 30 days and get an additional month free only if you use my promo code GIRLBOSS. Don't wait. Go to ShipStation.com, and before you do anything else, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in GirlBoss. That's ShipStation.com. Enter GirlBoss. ShipStation. Make ship happen. (laughs) 
Now back to Miranda Kerr. So I want to talk more about Cora. How many employees do you have? We have about 30 right now, um, like 10 here in the U.S. and 20 in Australia. So we have an office here in Santa Monica and an office in Australia and Sydney. Cora Organics, which Miranda funds herself with no outside investments, stemmed from her own needs. While modeling, she wanted certified organic and non-toxic beauty products that not only smelled and felt good, but spoke to her wellness philosophy. I was just really excited about the possibility of being able to do this myself and start from the ground up. And I've made, you know, lots of mistakes along the way because obviously, you know, I'm, this is my business, it's my baby and I'm learning every day, you know, and how to run it effectively and efficiently and what choices to make and how much packaging we need to order, you know, to make sure that, and, and, you know, it's, there's so many parts to it and every little detail of the business I'm across. And so that excites me because I'm very much a detail orientated person and I love challenges. Um, so having my own business, even before, like if I would do like a fashion deal or whatever and it was, say, if it was a licensing deal or, and I was designing something for the person, you know, in the mm-hmm. company, they'd be like, wow, we've never had someone so involved. And like I'm like, well, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to give like my all. I'm not going to just half-heartedly mm-hmm. do it. And so for me, you know, creating this line, because I had the voice with luckily through the modeling and and because I had the finances luckily through the modeling um, I was able to start this company and I started it really small in Australia and now as you know we're like expanding really rapidly and it's daunting to have all of your eggs in one basket you know and I and my husband actually really encouraged me to he kind of pushed me he's like well what are you afraid of like why can't you just like Settle like back, like a little bit like back away from the modeling and focus more on your company. Like, why wouldn't you? Mm. I was like, because the modeling is what has supported me, you know, financially. And it's scary to like put all of your eggs in, like, I, for so long, I had this company running in Australia since um, the end of 2009. I launched in Australia and we launched in over 300 stores in David Jones. And I was able to kind of maintain that and still model. But now, the company is like I'm at that point where it needs my attention, you know, on a daily basis and, you know, I'm across every decision. <laughs> Are you modeling much anymore? Um, not really. Not unless it can work in with, yeah. you know, Do you miss schedule. it? Not really. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know, I do like stuff for Cora. And- of course. I think it's I think it's really interesting and smart and something that people don't really – give enough credit to that sometimes to have the things that we want, which is the thing that you studied so long ago Mm -hmm. to be running a company that is, you know, based in the things that you learned when you were in college before you were, you know, modeling full time that sometimes we take on the opportunities that are presented to us, even if they're not, you know, I would love to be a photographer. I wanted to go to art school. Yeah. You know, I started an eBay store and the rest is history, but a lot of people 
are so attached to what they want that they don't let life take them on that ride Mm -hmm. and that sometimes the gratification is delayed Mm -hmm. and you find yourself running the company and spending your time with what you're most passionate about after you've figured out how to actually support yourself with like what the world wants from you for whatever reason. Yeah. And I'm a strong believer that there are no accidents, like everything happens as it should, you know. Yeah. And we all have our purpose and this really feels like it's, you know, part of mine and learning all of these, you know, learning along the way is something that has been really rewarding, you know. Mm -hmm. And even just working with the labs and saying, look, I was so specific about what I wanted. I was like, these are the ingredients that I find, you know, work really well. Like, what are your thoughts on that? And then having the samples come back and trying it. No, no, you need to add a bit more of this. And like every one of these products, and I've got some really exciting ones being launched in the next six months to actually a couple of years. And it's frustrating sometimes because I'm so excited about the products that I'm working on and then, you know, you don't, you're not supposed to talk about it until Product they development come out. Is, is a pretty long cycle for... Product development takes a while, but it's it's wonderful and so rewarding to be able to work on these products and then see them come out and then see the results that people are getting. Like from the consumer studies that we've done on the Noni Glow face oils, like people are getting such incredible results from using that and then also the studies on the new Noni Glow eye oil and I'd love to do studies on all of the products but it's really expensive to to have those scientific studies done um so for now we've done it on these two products and and, you know we'll continue to do that but it's like getting the testimonials on a daily basis like makes it all worthwhile like someone who's like had acne and like you've been able to help them or someone who's had rosacea and they're like wow like I didn't realize how soothing these products were and they really put the nutrients back into my skin and at the end of the day, healthy skin is beautiful skin. And so with these products, like Cora, what Cora does is gently detoxify the skin and then put the nutrients back in. And so... You have no pores on your face. Uh, How is that? <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But, you know, I feel like healthy skin is is beautiful skin. And you know what's so funny that when you say that about the pores, the Noni Glow face oil... Orlando was using it and he's like, oh, my God, my pores are minimized. (laughs) And even Evan uses it and loves it because he used to suffer from like really dry skin when I met him. And now he always kind of sunburnt. Yeah, right? (laughs) But not anymore. If you see him now, you'd be like, whoa, what a transformation. Like I get so blown away when I see the results firsthand with my friends and family. So with Evan as well, like he had like dry skin everywhere, like all over. And I'd be like, here, let me just put this on you, you know. And like within like even the next day I was like, oh, my God, your skin just feels amazing. I'm sorry to like pat myself on the back, but I'm really proud of this. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, Miranda, this is awesome. Like that's when he's like, you got to get out there and do this. And, you know, he's been there for me like to bounce ideas off and things like that. But this is all like my money. It's all my, you know my That's ideas great. that go into doing this and it's it's re- more rewarding that way so we're talking about Evan Spiegel who's the founder oh, yeah. of Snapchat yeah my um, husband <laughs> your husband and soon to be baby daddy yes um Miranda's very pregnant i am tell and me what's tell me what it's like <laughs> living with a unicorn entrepreneur and what have you learned from him mm. i learned so much from him 
every day. And the wonderful thing about our relationship is we bring different things to the table and we really complement each other. Like he says to me, and it's it feels so good to be appreciated because he says to me, oh my God, Miranda, like I just learned so much from you every day and the way you look at the world and the way that you see things, like I would never have like ever in my wildest dreams seen it that way. And I'm like, yeah, but that's how I feel about you, like the way that he sees the world. And like, so it's almost like, you know, the both of us together really we like bring each other up because we appreciate the differences that we have and, you know, what we each bring to the table. But at the same time, we are learning from each other like constantly, you know. How and you? we have like the same morals and values, so that's like important also. Oh, how do you make time to see one another because you're both such busy, busy. people? Well, he <laughs> – it's interesting because he is such like he loves um, routine and like every morning he's like up at 5.30. And so he wakes up and like he has his shower and he has his shave and like then it gives me time to do my meditation and then – Next thing you know, after I've done my meditation, then Flynn will come in and then those two will generally go down and have breakfast together while I'm getting ready. And then, you know, I take Flynn to school and yeah, and then the day gets started and I have meetings and Evan goes to work and he has all his crazy meetings and he's like booked like back to back like all day. But lucky we send snaps to each other like (laughs) all day. Yeah. And it keeps, you know, keeps us feeling connected. And then... Do you make time for like a date night every week? Yeah, or? like we try to you once have, a week. You have to like date night. kind of schedule your relationship you when you're both time. really busy. It's so yeah. hard and you're yeah. also a mom. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, it's it's good and important to make sure and we both really like appreciate that. Yeah. And then, you know, he gets home at night like, I don't know, seven maybe, six, oh, wow. seven. Good for him. So he has a full day and then, you know, we have dinner together and – off to bed and up again the next day doing it again. (laughs) I know, I know. It's such a grind. Miranda's focus is locked on the expansion of her company. She has stepped back from modeling and plans to lead Cora to over 2,500 stores worldwide across 25 countries by the end of 2018. Yeah, so right now we're in like all across America and every single store for Sephora. We decided to start like a very small little range in Sephora. Like we, you can buy more products online on Sephora and you can also buy the full range on CoraOrganics.com. You can also buy on Netaporter.com. But to have like kind of like the smaller presence with our, you know, mind, body, skin collection in Sephora was important like as a stepping stone, I guess. Um, and then in March, which we're in March now, but yeah, <laughs> at the end, by the end of March we will have like – a bigger presence in the Sephora store but it you know it takes a lot of time and a lot of money to do that so I wanted to make sure people were familiar with the brand and and it was almost like you know just testing the waters a little bit and and now you know the most complaints we get is like how come there's not more products (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. when I go into Sephora I'm like well we're getting there and by the end of the year you'll be sold in over 2,500 stores across 35 countries yeah it's about that I mean we're continually expanding and we're going into Asia like Japan and Malaysia and Singapore and we're going into Europe like all across Europe so by the end of the year we'll be actually in physical brick and mortar stores and you know that has taken a lot of 
management and time. And Yeah. Do you have to go to those countries to launch? Well, that's what we're trying to discuss right now because obviously I want to be there, but at the same time I'm like – About to have a kid. About to have a baby. <laughs> and I really want to focus on my new little baby and also my – my son and my husband and so you're someone who's made a career of taking really great care of yourself and has now mm -hmm. founded a company dedicated to taking care of yourself and other people i'm just so curious just for my own benefit when you are pregnant how often do you exercise and mm -hmm. when you're not pregnant how often do you exercise <laughs> and what do you do well it's funny because with my first pregnancy with flynn i would do kundalini yoga um, Guru Mukh has this wonderful DVD, like uh, like when you're pregnant. Yeah, Guru Mukh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's awesome. And so I would do that every day. And I was really expecting that I would have time to do that with this baby. And I just realized that I was like, why? I said to Evan the other day, I was like, why am I not like doing this DVD, which I really love doing every day with when I was pregnant with Flynn? And I was like, oh, my God, it like takes me – an hour to drop my son off at school and come back. Then I've got business meetings and then I go back and pick him up from school because like, because I said to you before, my mom was working my whole like, you know, when I was young and whatnot, yeah. I wanted to make sure that, you know, my son, like I'm there for my son, like to drop him off and pick him up. And I, I schedule all my work around his schedule so that I don't know. I I just want him to just feel like like he knows that I work and he knows, you know, when he's with his dad, like he'll FaceTime me and I'll, maybe I'll be on a photo shoot or maybe I'll be, you know, like in a business meeting or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, he knows that, but at the same time he knows that he's like a priority in my life. So I just want him to feel like a priority. And so when he comes home from school, I really try to make sure that I've got kind of everything I can wrapped up but I can do conference calls like after I put him back to bed, like at night. So anyway, all I'm saying is there's not as much time this time for mm -hmm. exercise and I'm really feeling it. But one thing I can do with him is like put the music on and jump around and like kind of or we go for walks together around the block. And, you know, he really enjoys that and I really enjoy that. Yeah, so we can find ways to exercise and then sometimes like, Maybe like twice a week I'll get in like a Pilates session. <laughs> cool. But it's like, you know, it's not as much as I would like to be doing. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of – I think of, we're probably all in that boat. Yeah. Yeah. We have something called Girl Boss Moments on Girl Boss Radio, which is just the time in your most recent history that you can remember where you felt like you were in charge of your life, where you weren't just being pulled in every direction or um, doing things necessarily for other people. If you were, it was because you wanted to and felt really good about it. Uh, it could be a bubble bath. It could be graduating from college. What was your most recent Girl Boss moment? Ooh, I feel like I'm more of a girl boss now than I ever have been, like – like growing up and being in the industry for so long, I was always like told, go here, do that, do this, do that. Now I'm like, they're like, hey, what about this job? And I'm like, mm, no, or yeah, if we can make it happen like this, you know. Mm -hmm. But the last thing I did for myself like that, oh, it was yesterday I got a massage. Nice. That was really nice. Do you have someone come here? Yeah. Yeah, nice. It's like a luxury to be able to do that. Today was a busy day for Miranda. Before I arrived to chat about her career, she told me she's been busy preparing for the birth of her second child, getting the nursery in order. Before I left, 
I asked Miranda to talk to me about what success means to her. Success is when, you know, for me, like when you can go to bed at the end of the day and know that you've given your best and you've lived the day almost as if it's your last and you feel good about what you've done and you, you know, and you can sleep well knowing that like, you know what, if this all ends tomorrow, I'm good. Like you can die with like a peaceful, happy heart. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I didn't tell you though, you asked about how much I exercised before yeah, yeah, pregnancy. Yeah. It's probably more. thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of girl boss radio remember to subscribe anywhere podcasts are found and leave us a review if you like this show check out and subscribe to jericho's podcast self-service which is our self-care podcast with new episodes dropping every sunday And we'd love to see you at the next Girl Boss Rally on April 28th in LA. You can find out more about that at girlbossrally.com. And we'll be back next week.